0: Hello everybody, this is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps.
1: I appreciate all of Rad Radio Live Help and our IO fam.
0: Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life.
2: The music from my message, across the seas, like a disease, and leave the game in ashes like a fire does the trees. Just be easy, son. It's time for me to run. Welcome to the Enterprise and the face have-
3: Joe Show. We have the finest studios.
0: Where's your studio? Because like I'm in a studio now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at
3: it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is is ugly. It's not. It's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So, so, yeah, the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are
4: out of business. Lobster no. dinners, the diamond market—it's all going belly up. <laughs>
3: and smart, well-informed callers.
4: Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's... What the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now talking about Iowa like that. I'm slapping salty, though.
3: That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com. I know you
2: feel
5: right now, because everybody is in no so i
1: to The First 52 with
2: Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay cool.
6: Well, here we are. It is, uh, what is it? It's September 22nd. You're looking at The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We are here. I am semi-recovered. Yes, semi-recovered. We'll get into them RazFest talking a little bit. i got to... Make sure I got everything dialed in where it needs to be. Everything kind of sounds a little off in my head right now. So I'm just trying to make sure I got it all dialed in. But I Welcome to the First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. RadioFreeBlood.com. Uh, it's nice to be here. It's nice to be alive. And we do have a lot of things that we are going to cover tonight. We're going to talk about all the different things going on. How we each feel about them. What they do to us. How they make us feel. We'll see how that goes down. See if that's a... That's an enjoyable conversation. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, yes. Yeah, so September 22nd, will we survive through tomorrow? Will the end of the world be tomorrow? You know what, guys? I don't know. I have no prediction on the end of the world for tomorrow. Uh, I don't. I've learned to uh, not try to make these these predictions. Not try to say I know what's going to happen. Now, I wouldn't be surprised wouldn't be surprised if we see a stock market issue tomorrow. Uh, there's already reports out today talking about how the stock markets are already, you know, was taking a little bit of a hit today. So, you know, yeah, I could possibly see a stock market hit tomorrow. A problem with the stock market. That would not surprise me. I hope not. I mean, I, I don't want that to happen. Don't take me wrong. But uh, if I was to uh, give a prediction, because I was asked, did I, did I have a prediction for uh, what was going to happen? No, I don't have a prediction, other than I'd say the stock market. I, I don't, I, you know, if CERN's going to kill us all, uh, at the most, I'd like a few hours notice. Hopefully, it doesn't swallow up the whole Earth in one big, fo- uh, you know, swallow real quick. I hope we get notification here in America, and we get a few hours, you know, spend with loved ones or uh, let the loons go crazy and uh you know rob and kill i don't know i i would like just a few hours notice i don't want it to just i don't want it to be a over that's not what i want i, I want to be able to have that last few moments to tell the ones i love i love them so i don't ha- i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow probably nothing though more than likely nothing and that's just uh my guess I don't expect uh, any uh, any major event tomorrow. Although I-, I will say we are we are about ready uh you know for a major terrorist type attack. So uh we should keep that I'd be more concerned about that cuz they need one. Not I, I I think they need a Republican first before they can do that. But I-, I think we're about due for a nice false flag. I I think it's about time. Uh for those of you new to the show or new to the station or uh, listening on Radio Free Blood, this past weekend, oh my goodness! We every year, uh, us at Raz Radio, get together and we you know we invite all the show hosts, uh, any listeners that really want to come. There's room. Uh, you have second dibs on the rooms, and uh, we all gather somewhere. This year, we did it in Clearwater for our Raz Fest. Uh, Scott Record, uh, Radio Free Blood l- listeners, sure you know who he is. Uh, I finally got to shake his hand it was a great experience really cool guy uh we had a lot and lot of fun together uh we had some good conversation too no, but but this weekend is about enjoying life and 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 having fun which is the main thing we did and let me tell you we had a lot of fun we'll be planning the next one coming soon and I hope if uh if if you want to join us next year for Razfest that you uh, come down and do it it's well worth it i mean just hanging out with a bunch of cool people, drinking beer and talking and swimming and other things. I mean, it was just, it was a good, good time. And I want to thank everybody who joined us. Um, It's a, it's an event that you have to be at to understand. I'll just leave it at that. So it was a great weekend. You know, coming out of the conversation of Razfest, I figured let's, let's start with some fun stuff tonight. You know, I, I don't want to jump right into the, the craziness that I can produce. Uh, let's start with some fun conversation. Some things that maybe intrigue you and make you happy. You know, things that maybe uh, push forward to a new envelope. You know, as you know here, uh, as radio, majority of Raz Radio, myself, are um, marijuana friendly. We we stand for legalization of marijuana decriminalization of it uh how about get the hell out of my life and let me do what i want to do with my body of it that's kind of where we stand here at Raz radio and uh we've had Nicky allen poe on many a times back when he was running for uh, a seat on the philadelphia uh what did did they have i I forget what it's called he was trying to get a spot there on the government of philadelphia of course didn't get it because they can't let somebody like that on But he's been battling very hard, and he was one of the guys that helped uh, bring the decriminalization of marijuana to Philadelphia. Uh, So he's trying to work on some new things and get some new ideas flowing. Using a joint
7: to protest the Philadelphia school district? That's what one local activist did today. He says legalizing pot can help the cash-strapped school district.
5: And he
8: says he's crunched the numbers to prove it. Fox 29 weekend anchor Bill Anderson live in our newsroom. And Bill, an interesting proposed solution to the school's troubles, I'll say.
7: Yeah, absolutely interesting. It's no secret that the school district needs money, and all sorts of taxes have been used as funding sources. But now a local marijuana activist wants to go a step higher. He said, legalize and tax marijuana. It's good for schools. The Philadelphia School District continues to face the challenges of a significant budget deficit. Buildings have been sold off and services have been outsourced. So one man's creative solution to budget problems legalize marijuana and use the tax revenue to fund our schools.
9: I don't think, as I said in the video, that marijuana legalization is going to fix the school system. But the weed experiment is working in Colorado. So let's examine that here, especially with uh, you know, the fact so
7: many people smoke
9: marijuana.
7: Now N.A. Poe is a marijuana legalization activist who's been fighting this That's battle cool, so for years. The latest way to bring attention to his cause, go to the school district building and light up on the
9: front step using famous landmarks in philadelphia to call attention to issues that marijuana might be able to fix with the state budget in limbo the philadelphia school district has borrowed 275 million dollars just as open doors and pay the teachers now the
7: idea may seem crazy to some but poe knows his numbers he told me that colorado has already generated 40 million dollars for the state from the legalization of marijuana Money that he says the Philadelphia school district desperately needs. They could really
9: use some homegrown economic stimulus.
7: So far, neither the school district nor legislators have had any comment on Poe's proposal. There were, however, some questions about whether or not smoking marijuana on the steps of the school district is a problem because the district's in a drug-free zone. When I asked him about that, he thought about it for a moment. And then he had an answer.
9: You know, smoking a tobacco cigarette symbolically outside of the school district, uh, we were just trying to make our point that marijuana could be uh, used to fund the schools. So catch me if you can.
7: Now, for the record, we were not there when he actually smoked on the district steps, so who knows, it was really marijuana. But we do want to know what our viewers think. Is it time to legalize and tax? You can leave your comment on our Fox 29 Facebook page or tweet us at Fox 29 Philly.
6: Yes. That always gets people talking, Bill. Thank you. And when you're making so much money out of it, out of the experiment that we can call Colorado and um, and Washington State, on the recreational level like that, it's time to to put down this b s battle we're having, and I had a a clip pulled of Jeb Bush admitting that he smoked weed four years ago. yeah, okay, whatever you know it, it's time for this ridiculous argument of, can I put this plant in my body or not? It's time for that to end. It's just time to move past that. It's time to use the revenues that can be generated from this product to improve the life of people let's do that Let, let's use that it's not harming anybody uh, i saw and I, I don't read these articles when i see them but I'll, I'll scan through drudge every morning and yahoo and see what's going on, on on that side of the world and read those articles and make my own determinations from them um you know people get mad when i say that's how i do it but hey that's what we do right we, we can't be told what the to believe so I'm scanning through, and I'm seeing, oh, increased teenage use of marijuana in Colorado. More hospital visits. More this. More that. <laughs> and it makes me just, it, it's ridiculous um, that they're trying to pin or push that kind of that, that they're still going with that. You know that, that Florio chick or whatever the hell her name is, uh, one of the Republican candidates right now. Of the what? What do we have? Three, four hundred Republican candidates right now. Uh, one of those ones uh, in that debate clip she talked about how oh it's so it's not the same pot you smoked 40 years ago yeah it is the same pot it's a little stronger no stronger than the alcohol you're drinking every time they make a stronger alcohol you know hell I drink uh what seven uh, percent beers you know every day most beers are four three and a half. So uh, it's not the same beer they drank. Actually, I bet you a lot of our beers are weaker nowadays. So I guess you can't really use that comparison because they're not really real beers. That's why I drink craft beers. I'm drinking a, uh, a J-Dub Brewery. who live down here in Florida. Try it. It's really good. I'm telling you. It goes along with a lot of the beers that I like to drink. <clears throat> they're all natural craft local beers. It's the way, you know, how do you support your local you should be drinking their beers. Don't be. Uh, I was reading an article about what is it, uh, Miller and and Bud are gonna uh, are gonna merger, and now will have one big beer conglomerate making all the beer. Get away from that crap. Don't let, don't give them your money. Get drink drink some. Go find a good local beer. Fornio, thank you for the Fornio. That right, outclassed Fornio. Ha. Yeah, that's a. I, I'm not paying attention. To that whole mess. Um, with the election it's it's at this point in time first of all, I still stand it's going to be Jeb Bush I, I'm going to stay and continue to say that until he actually steps out and then I'll go, okay, I was wrong but I still think it's going to be Bush and uh, Trump is just a distraction to keep the attention off of him It's all it's about, it's not about winning, it's just keep the heat down keep the heat down gotta keep it cool Uh, It's amazing just watching that. And and as we get into other conversations we're going to have this evening, you know, about different topics we're going to touch on tonight, it just makes you even more disenfranchised from what these idiots are doing. It's just why? Why? As I said earlier, stocks close down 1% as growth concerns weigh. That's why I'm a little concerned that tomorrow... Uh maybe like a stock market type meltdown that we'll see. Maybe it won't be uh, it's the CERN Collider uh, destroying everything. No, that's four. I'm not going to play the audio from this one because it's like four and a half minutes. and you don't want to listen to the article on this the guy for four the and a half minutes, that
10: Simon alluded to, talking about the emerging do you? Do you want to listen to him at all? And Down 184, 184 it
6: looks like today. Pressure, so that could be the possibility. We may see a, a, a big drop tomorrow in the stocks. You know, it, it, we're due. What is it? Eight years? Nine years? We're almost ready to move in here. That's a good possibility. Ah, Mark in Texas. You remembered this night tonight. Good job, brother. Nice to see you. Uh, I appreciate everybody over on the Radio Free Blood side. Uh, we may uh, seven o'clock, seven fifteen ish. We may get a, a update from the uh, our fearless leader of, on Radio Free Blood. So, uh, be prepared for that. It's a good possibility that we're going to hear from Jack tonight. Give us an update of what's going on, how his, how his trip was, uh, when he's going to be cracking that mic back open. So, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. If, if he, again, it, it's if he has some time, uh, he's, he's going to get everything set up and, and reorganized at his new location on the West Coast. Uh, so everybody can, uh, have that idea in their head that you may hear from him tonight. Uh, we kind of left it open-ended. He was talking about maybe doing before. Me. Anyway, back to the show. So, oh, now we got some blonde bimbo up here talking about stocks. Uh, so, yeah, U.S. stocks closed more than 1% lower Tuesday as investors weighed declines in oil. Concerns about global growth and the implication of the Federal Reserve's rate hike decision. It's a market that, that's crippled with fear, fear of uncertainty of the growth of global economy and its own growth strength and that's due to the fed sending the wrong signals uh, to the market said peter Cardillo, chief marketing economist at rockwell global capital uh, the major average paired losses as the close as the close approached with the dow jones industrial trading less than 200 points lower after earlier falling as much as 288 points so it sounds like we're uh sounds like we're going to be winding for this next big crash here i'm looking at some charts they got set uh, we all remember we had that big drop what was it uh, september 18th and it looks like we had another big drop what's that september 22nd uh so so we are seeing some substantial number declines uh, on the stock market. So that's something we, maybe that is tomorrow maybe that's what's going to happen tomorrow what do you think you think that's what's going to happen tomorrow uh, if anybody has an, an idea of their own of what might happen tomorrow, 941 I always have the phone line open. I don't always answer them if I have a guest or something uh, or if I'm really into something and, and I'm not paying attention, but uh, I do encourage phone calls, guys, if you'd like. We're going to be taking a break here in a moment. Don't call during breaks, break, so that's kind of when I go to the bathroom and, you know, another beer and go give the wife a kiss real fast, you know, different things like that. Detroit man injured by an explosive device while possibly trying to steal marijuana. Now, one of the reasons why... uh, One of the things that grabbed me about this story, which I I really... It kind of caught me off guard the way way this is presented. Now, this was in Detroit. A Detroit man who may have been trying to steal marijuana was injured by an explosive device that detonated in a field on the city's west side, authorities said. The 28-year-old man whose name was not released, may have been trying to steal from a drug-growing operation outside a Detroit home. The man was walking through a vacant field at about 5 a.m. Sunday and apparently tripped an explosive, explosive, which appeared to have been placed in the ground to protect the growing operation, said Detroit police officer. He suffered minor injuries, police said, and was taken to the hospital. At least four devices had been placed in the ground around the home. A man in his 20s, in his mid-20s, who authorities believe owned the adjacent home and had planted explosives, has been cooperate, cooperating in the police investigation but was not taken into custody. The Bureau is expecting to bring an unlawful manufacturing of explosive device charges against a man. Now, where are we going to find a standard of operation here? How how is this man not... And again, you guys know I'm totally against the the police state, but I'm I'm going off of what we would all expect to happen, right? This is what we'd all expect to happen. A guy walks on an explosive device that you planted in your house, gets injured, ends up at the hospital. Uh, You would expect the SWAT team to raid you, and you would not be coming out of a jail cell for a while at least until they figured out what was going on. But this guy is cooperating, but hasn't been taken into custody. I don't... We Now, I'm going to bring up the wag... And Shannon Burke, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but if you happen to be listening, I'm going to bring up your wag the dog statement. I want to refer to this kid in, in uh, Texas. At first, I thought it was uh, something that we should stand with and, and fight against, right? I really thought that it was ridiculous but then again we didn't see the device in the very beginning once i saw the device i got to say you know what i can't argue with them reacting in a small way shape or form maybe they went a little too far but i'm not overly surprised after seeing the device so this kid brings a clock to school which looks like a bomb but isn't a bomb this other guy Plants explosives around his property and actually injures someone, and then take him into custody. I just don't. That doesn't make sense. There's something missing here. Now it does say, or was I? Uh, blah, blah blah blah. Explosives. Police cooperating. Blah. The injured man may have been simply walking through the field, or he could have been attempting to steal marijuana. Dawkins said, but he added, "What he was doing is aside from the explosive device. That's a big issue with us." The devices were located in an area that could have been a threat to utility workers or children, Dawkins said. Is a very dangerous situation. So as a homeowner, do you have the right to place explosives around your property to protect it? I mean, I, I guess I would argue yes, honestly. I mean, if I were to have that debate with somebody... And I was to get into that discussion, I, I think I may actually argue yes to that question. That yes, you have that right. You can protect your house in any way, shape, or form you want. If you don't know about that explosive, I guess you shouldn't be walking on my property without my permission. I have the right to do that. I would have to say that. I mean, honestly, I think uh, if, if the government can have a nuclear weapon, I should be able to have a nuclear weapon or a fifty caliber or a tank what the first the the, uh, the the second amendment is all about the second amendment is all about protecting it's not about hunting it's not about all that other bullshit and we know that I'm not going to get into all that whole tirade over here right now but I think we all know that I hope you guys understand that oh. sorry guys I'm not looking over quick too much at the chat I will read through it during the break so see what happens that's why I don't like chat sorry guys I apologize for that pause of mine. I will read the chat during the break and respond where I can. I promise. I will. Uh, I'm going to leave you in this break. Uh, And some people might get mad at me. I'm going to play uh, some, what I've been told is, pro-Islamic propaganda. Might be true. But listen to what they're saying. Listen to how it's presented. Well, not that one. And think about: is it right or wrong? Where did it go. Damn you, Beavis! All right. Well, you know what? We'll do. Uh, we'll do the other one then. I wanted. I didn't want this one for now. I can't. I got to find the other one. I don't remember where I let, opened it at. For GDP, oh, they had now
9: Remember,
6: I'm working with multiple computers here. And I can't find that tab that's making the noise. Oh, there it is. All right. That was the stock market guy still talking. See, he's still going. Did you really... You're glad you didn't even listen to that, aren't you? I know you're glad we didn't listen to that. Because it would have drove me nuts. Oh, here it... Is this it? I found, the thing. the one I want. Yeah, that's the one I wanted.
11: The word jihad
12: is mentioned in the Qur'an about 41 times. The words mercy, peace and compassion are mentioned about 355 times. Yes, come in. Come on, in, Riaz. Sit down, please. Contrary to popular belief in most Western cultures, Islam is a religion that preaches peace and tolerance. Yes, if Islam truly is a religion that preaches peace, then how come the world's most troubled spots, you know, the West Bank, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, they're all plagued with Islamic terrorism. Well, that depends on your definition of terrorism. Some might argue that the U.S. invasions of countries like Iraq and Afghanistan are also acts of terrorism.
13: <laughs> Those were acts of war to get rid of despotic regimes.
12: Or a means of getting out of country's oil. Conspiracy theories. Ordnere, just peace. Go ahead, yes. Mr. Khan is right. I mean, if we're talking about terrorists, the world's biggest terrorists are the white superpowers. Come no on now. No, really. Stop and think about it. Explain my weapon. Okay. How many people died in the Twin Tower strike? Around 3,000. And do you have any idea how many people died in the bombing of Afghanistan? Take a wild guess. More than 15,000 people died and that's just conservative figures about 50,000 tons of explosives were dropped on innocent civilians men, women, children but that was because of the Taliban now that you brought it up did you know that the Taliban was a creation of the CIA to fight the Russians whatever they were still harboring terrorists yeah right terrorists were never found just like the weapons of mass destruction that were never found in Iraq do you want to get into the atoll in Iraq? 500,000 civilians and counting. And what do Britain and America say when they don't find these weapons? It's simple. They you say sorry and still refuse to relinquish control of these countries. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that just because you're American, wear a fancy suit and call yourself the president, doesn't make you any less of a terrorist. I'm saying that if you don't stop meddling in other people's countries, you will face a backlash. If Muslims like you feel that way, then why don't you get out of our We will. As soon
14: as you promise to me ours. Look at my Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Raz. Four
6: Toad and Lexi. So I meant Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Four Dave. Dave.
2: <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You no, know, I don't that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here? Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's
4: Dr. Bob Tuscan.
2: It's Bob Tuscan and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy
0: Porto. Words will always retain their
4: power. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this
15: conversation. What's life, worth? Worst. It's the, the, the worst. It's all worst. Peace
16: or, or? worst. Life worst. Or what what we'll come first. We'll go in first. Hey y'all. You should just go get some water for the man. Damn, over saying it's three hundred thousand dollar debut was too grand. I got a cool million to run. Chances of them fucking with me is like two trillion to one. It can't happen while you and your man yapping. You're all about talk. My squad demand action. Stay with a rare repartee. The shit that they do speaks so loud. I can't hear what they say. Every day we just get a little bit more advanced and we never going to digress, Only further the circumstance. The system is designed to get burglars to urge dance, answer. Put some people in positions where murder is worth the chance. Fuck a poetic license, brother, when I ain't writing. Two enlightens, let them spitting to simply ravage and hitting. Expose them devils trying to demonize. Now's my mission and filify my philanthropic What's life worse? No got it's all about the purse. Grip your pocket tight, tonight is the worst. Greedy capitalists got the streets on first and they pushing for a peace on earth. What's life worth? Ask yourself what come first How much can one do with one purse Do you wanna get in touch with the universe? Do you wanna cause death or give birth? What's life worth when you're living inside a virtual prison? And information you give is essentially science fiction. Juices a robbery victim Use of the sodomy system, your future's poverty stricken, computer lottery pickin'. It's almost like a brand new world is getting up And It's hard to tell the Republicans from the Democrats. Republicans could you ever notice a difference in the beginning or was it just an illusion? Multiplication
5: is not true to addition Economists don't know how to subtract us to the division Society is greed stricken Sippin' red plums Stepping over half dead
16: bums to feed pigeons It's an illusion of safety and it's a hazard When the only real choices you gotta stay with plastic This shit is truly terrifying When old rich men keep designing wars for young poor people to die in this is control of the earth Guess my friend What do you think your life really was? Guess again It's the worst. Greedy capitalists got the streets on first, and they pushing for peace on earth. What's life worth? Ask yourself what come first. How much can one do with one verse? Do you want to get in touch with the universe? Do you want to cause death or give birth?
5: Is
10: like. <laughs> you are in fact viable your differences with the Republicans on the with the rest of the Republicans on this stage Has raised questions about whether or not you can actually win the general the Republican nomination, sir Well, we've only had two little primaries so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the, the candidate But you know when, when you think about it if you measured everything I've ever said every vote I've ever taken against the constitution you know i'm strict constitutionalist so you suggesting the republicans should write me off because i'm a strict constitutionalist i'm the most conservative member here i have voted you know against more spending and wasting government than anybody else so you're suggesting that I'm not electable and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative because I believe in civil liberties why should we not be, be defending civil liberties and why should we not be de- talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be a NATO, and you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford I, let me see if I get this right we we need to borrow ten billion dollars from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war. We lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying, and you're saying that this insinuation that I am less Republican because of that.
2: My decision is a fairly simple one. I mentioned it already. Survival. Okay?
16: you want to cause Yeah, y'all. What is life really worth? What is it
13: worth? What's up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no
0: devil music. Hello everybody, this is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I
1: appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our IO fam.
0: Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life.
15: A big step back and continue the fight Now my vision's coming back and I can hear the warfare The sound of battle cries, the smell of death in the air I hope to see a time when it really doesn't matter When victory is mine, I can climb Jacob's ladder Ignorance is bliss, lies are really sadder, a million tons of truth, my bones will never shatter All that really matters, I'll fight another day I've seen the gates of heaven, but I had to walk away My mind elevated, I finally understand it wasn't by my will, it was all God's plan, Reside. Thanks
6: Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. <sighs> I needed that break for some reason. I was just, I was feeling, I don't want to say stress, but I was just, I just felt I needed a break. Every once in a while you need a break. You know, as I sat during that break, I thought about what I was going to talk about when I came back. And, I, and I've got somebody on hold that that's going to add to this conversation and, and, and it's going to be a perfect conversation for him to be on with me. So sit tight, Kevin D. We got you soon, brother. Now, as we left, I played that, that little clip there about the, uh, maybe we should just leave their country, and and they would just leave us alone. And if you recall, last week, we had uh, Scott Rickard on and we discussed what is causing this this refugee refugee issue what is what where did it start it didn't start last week it didn't start a month ago it didn't start 5 years ago all right that shit started when we decided to go into that region in 1990 you know, this goes way back. And it's slowly built and slowly built and slowly built. And we you know, we went into Afghanistan and Iraq to try to get back for nine eleven, which uh they had nothing to do with it. Let's get those twenty eight pages released and let's find out who had something to do with it. Probably the same people that just got uh <laughs> I found this very uh amusing. Saudi Arabia has been chosen to head the key human rights panel. I thought that was just unbelievable. Yeah, let's let <laughs> let's ignore the guys that we really should have went after. Anyway, uh, like I said, I do have somebody on hold uh, in the tar
10: sands of Canada. That's
6: not going to work with the Fox News channel. Oh my God, Kevin, I'm sorry you had all that running in your ears while you were on hold. I forgot I had Fox News uh, up in the background in case something uh, eventful happened. So I got to mute that there hopefully Steven's still there. Hold on, just sit tight, brother. I gotta get this Fox. News. For- I gotta. I can't shut Fox up. Nobody can shut Fox up. It's impossible. Uh, I'm gonna close it because we don't really need it. Kevin, you there, brother?
17: Yeah, you got
6: me now. Yeah, I got you now. Did you have to listen to like all that racket that whole time?
17: Yeah, yeah, well, it was all right. <laughs> Give me something to do while I'm driving home. <laughs>
6: I'm sorry about that, man. So how you doing? What, what, uh, What's intriguing you tonight? What what's, uh, what, what can I uh, give this to, this great call from you?
17: Well, your uh, piece you played before you went on break there, I mean, uh, I, I like that. And, and what that guy was saying which is 100% correct, you know. I mean, I've told you before, the reason I got out is because I knew our military was going to go in a certain direction that I wasn't signing up for. That's right. not what I signed up for. You, you, you we were just going to be, become, you know, the the muscle and the bodyguard for corporate uh, interests uh, around the world. And, and that's what we are. That's all we are. We're just the mafia muscle for the corporate interests.
6: Well, you know, what What did they tell us when we were going to Afghanistan? They said, well, first of all, we got to get the bad guys that got us on 9-11. But, you know, we have to go for the people of, of Afghanistan from the Taliban. Now, I'm sure you've seen the story that has come out recently, and I know it's been talked about in the past, but, you know, it's actually getting some traction now about how, you know, we're supposed to be there to save the people, but yet we're allowing the the generals and the leaders in that region to rape young boys, and we're told don't do anything about that.
17: No, look at the president's brother. He was selling opium.
6: Yeah, I mean it's amazing. Yeah,
17: and we were and we were gardening
6: it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I remember what was that? Two thousand seven. I think it was Geraldo did that story, six or seven. So oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not blind, Lawrence, so I, I can't remember like that. I know,
17: I know, I know two guys. that are family members of mine that were over there gardening shit.
6: It, it, well, it's It's sick and again, look at the increase in the usage of it and the production of it since we got there it, it We have destroyed that region. we have caused you know I watched some video of of a bunch of opposed Muslims that were uh, refugees to string France. Well, they wouldn't be there if we weren't destroying their homeland. maybe they would have just stayed in their homeland and killed each other and raped their kids and whatever, but at least it's there in their homeland, and they aren't stretching out all throughout the world.
17: Well, we were uh, freedom fighters in 1776, were considered terrorists by the royal crown,
6: you know? So well, very one true. One man's
17: freedom fighter is one man's terrorist.
6: Well, yeah, and that's a big argument. I think it was I, th- it was either you or... No, it was Ryan. Um, we had I had posted something earlier, and he had talked about how it shows... He got a discussion with family, uh, his uncle and his grandpa or something... And they got into this, this discussion about Iran and Afghanistan, or Iraq and Afghanistan, and he said, well, well, what if you, what would you do if, if uh, and I say this to people all the time, what would you do if uh, Russia was running down our streets? You would then be an insurgent. You would then be a terrorist in the eyes of the people exactly. running down your street.
17: Exactly.
6: Yeah, so. I
17: mean, doesn't anybody remember the movie Wolverine, you know? I mean, that's exactly what it was. Red Dawn. It's a bunch of... Uh, yeah, Red Dawn. The, the yeah, original, the the se-
6: not the second one, the, the, the original Red Dawn.
17: Yeah, the second one was kind of, you know, freaking whatever bullshit. <laughs> well, it was
6: propaganda, it was just like everything else we ever watched. So, the, the actually, yeah. we haven't talked about the story I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about, uh, and I was going to get into in this segment here. Uh, I've, I've thrown out a bunch of different things, but there was a new um, <clears> one. <throat> where'd it go? U.S. soldier, U.S. training, Chinese. I got some tabs up here. Here it is. Half in the U.S. continue to say government is an immediate threat. Now, this was a uh, a poll done by a research company out of Princeton, New Jersey. It says almost half of Americans, 49%, say the federal government poses an immediate threat to the rights and freedoms of ordinary citizens. Now, they go through it. It's go
17: ahead. I'm, I'm surprised it's not higher. <laughs>
6: Well, it's weird because you have to really read the whole article, and and basically, it shifted from Republicans to Democrats as it transferred from Obama or from Bush to Obama. Uh, so, kind of, I, I would you know these polls can be skewed, uh, but the fact they're putting out that that, that amount of people uh, feel that way. Now, I had to get my grandpa glasses out though to be able to read this because I have one of those little you know pocket type constitutions I keep nearby to be able to read things.
5: Yeah, I got
17: one,
6: too. And I brought this, this out because when I, re- when I saw this, this is the first thing I thought about. But when in a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariable, the same, objective evidence, uh, adv- events, <laughs> I always screw this up, and designed to reduce them under absolute dep- despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such a government. And provide new guards for the future security. So, if forty-nine percent of us think that um, the government's an immediate threat, maybe we should follow our own declaration of independence and do what it says.
17: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all was it that said? The the tree of liberty has to be replenished with the blood of the patriot. You know.
6: Yeah. Sometimes it becomes time that you have to do that kind of thing, and you know, it's not like we really. <laughs> I know Fox News is the devil. Uh, it's not like we oh god i had to take those grandpa glasses off i'm getting so old dude i actually had to put glasses on to read that well you are a grandpa you know. uh, it's scary that i'm getting that old man it really is <laughs> i gotta say <laughs> um that's and, how I, feel. Yeah, I, I can imagine i mean you're what 20 years older than me no you're not really that much older than me <laughs>
17: i'm 55
6: uh, 15 that's you got some numbers there brother uh, anything else grabbing your attention that you uh, want to throw out? Because I might be getting a call from Jack in the next 10 or 15, so I want to make sure I give you the chance to throw out anything you're thinking about.
17: Oh, no, no. I was, that was just about the only thing. Like I said, you know, that uh, he said it said it all. So, I mean, he's 100% correct. And it's like a lot of Americans, you know, like uh, a mutual friend of ours, you know, he, he's all anti-Muslim shit, and he just doesn't see, you know, he's ex-military too, but he just he just... He's all, you know, star
6: stripes and. Well, you know, after sixty, and, and we don't do anything wrong, so yeah, after sixty or seventy, sixty or seventy years of having, you know, this crap shoved up your ass that we have done to the Muslim population in that region, uh, and they did nothing wrong prior to that. Uh, you think they'd get tired of it, and and there, of course, are going to be people that have become extremists you got to go all the way back to the, uh,
17: or with the Shah of uh, Iran that we, uh, put into power in Iran.
6: Yeah, that would be about 50, 55 yeah, 50, ish. That, that's where it really starts. And if you go and look at pictures of the, of the region prior to that, you know they were wearing and I, uh, Scott and I touched on this last week. They were wearing bikinis and driving cool cars and wanting to be, you know, Westernized and wanting. And they still do today. You know, everybody thinks that that everybody in Iran runs around screaming deaf to America. No, that's just the the puppet no, people that we put in power.
17: That's just the mullahs and shit. I mean, I got I had friends, college friends uh, out in Los Angeles that were Iranians. They're the coolest people I ever knew.
6: Yeah, it's just like America here. You know, it, we our our country, our government officials do very many evil things in the world Un- under our yeah. you know under our name, and it's the same type yeah. of thing. You know, we don't. Uh, although don't don't get me wrong, you got a lot of the rednecks and, and white trash want to go nuke everybody and just deal with it that way. <laughs> but, yeah, that works. <laughs> but But you know, I think we have a lot of good people that just want to be friendly and want to just live life and be happy.
17: Yeah, and, and you put that uh, piece for Rand Paul in there, too. Yeah? It's just like, you know, I mean, I wish the guy that guy would have got president, you know, because he was the only guy that spoke truth to power, you know, out of patience.
6: Well, and that's why he didn't, and, and that's why I talk about, you know, everybody's on this Trump... Bandwagon, and you know where I stand. I don't need to tell you. And, and uh, we'll see Hell, it; yeah. it'll happen. We're already starting to see, you know, Jeb starting to poke his head out of his t- turtle shell a little more and a little more. You know, he's all of a sudden you're seeing a little more Jeb. Oh wait, there's a little more Jeb. It's like a bad, it's like a bad swingers resort where the ugly guy keeps sticking his <laughs> penis out a little further of his pants. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't
17: know what kind of trigger resort you're going.
6: With, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a long weekend, dude. I'm still trying to recover from yeah, the I weekend. Oh
17: uh, yeah, yeah, I wish I was there, man. I, I would have
6: loved it. Yeah, cheer. Make sure you plan it, dude. I'm telling you, you'll you'll have a blast. Yeah, you
17: know, I, I, I already been talking with Mike. So yeah, you know, we're trying to get it down.
6: Good. Well, that's what we would like to see. I'd love to have, I didn't have to see Mike this year. Uh, for the Jack Blood side listeners, uh, Kevin, he's been a longtime listener of the station. He's uh, just been a good guy overall. He's got some good history, and, and I'm looking forward to meeting him. Just like I got to meet Scott. Dude, I got to tell you, Scott's one crazy individual. He's so smart, he's got so much information, but he still knows how to have fun. And, and that was unbelievable. Just to have those are the kind of
17: guys you want to have on your
6: side. Well, it was funny because he came back um, about three days before Razfest started. He had just got back from Washington D.C., or maybe it was a week before Razfest. He he had just got back from D.C. and he was at a uh, a CIA conference up in D.C. So he came back and he's got his bullhorn, which I my wife is so worried. I'm going to go buy a bullhorn now because I had so much fun with it. But he has this bullhorn, and he's got this this Sharpie that says, you know, the the HTCIA conference he was at. And he's got these cups. And we're all worried. We're trying to avoid the stupid Sharpie because we think there's a, a, a recording device inside of it. <laughs> it
17: was, well, I wasn't going to pass him. <laughs>
6: yeah, it, was, it was a good time, anyway. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon, all right?
17: All uh, right. You take care, man. Have a good
6: night. All right, Kevin. You too, brother. Like I said, Kevin's a good guy. He's a really good listener of ours. He contributes a lot to uh, my show, to Salty's show, uh, and, and he's got a good history, and he's got, he's got a lot of knowledge into what's going on. Really has a lot of knowledge into what's going on.
0: I'm Sheriff Rick Bradshaw with a message about the proper way to record law enforcement. Photography is not a crime. It is legal to take photographs and video in public. With that in mind, the protection and safety of our citizens is foremost. If you're going to record, please keep a safe distance and don't interfere with our deputies as they perform their duties. Interfering with law enforcement investigation is not legal. Be responsible. When you witness an emergency or a crime, call 911 before you start recording.
6: So that was a Palm Beach County, Florida PSA. So I got to give credit where credit is due. And I think photography is not a crime needs to make sure that they call them and say, Hey, thanks for using our tagline. Now where's my royalties? Now, I'm just kidding about that. Uh but it was kinda interesting they used that. Uh, we got another caller on the line from a five one two area code. Caller, how you doing?
1: Very good. How are you, sir? Good. Who am I speaking with? Uh this is Jack Blood.
6: Hey Jack, how you doing, brother?
1: <laughs> what are you doing?
6: Uh, a radio show. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: I'm um, sitting out under the trees in a place called Gig Harbor, Washington. So uh, good to talk to you, John. Am I on
6: time or no? Yeah, you're doing great, man. Actually, perfect timing. Um, I'm glad your trip went well. I'm sure the temperature has got to be probably 20 degrees less than you're used to at this point in time. Uh, and we're just happy to hear you breathe. And I know yesterday I started getting a lot of rumblings from people asking if you were still alive. Or what or Have you heard from Jack yet? All that kind of stuff.
1: It took us 11 days just out to cross the country from Atlanta to uh, near Seattle in Washington. Here, mainly because we stopped with our friends in Austin and almost couldn't get out of there. It was so cool and so fun, but uh, it was quite a trip. And I've been offline for 11 days. So, hello, everybody. We're back. We're just trying to configure how we're going to be broadcasting to you. But the Jack blood Show will return.
6: Yeah, that's why it said you know you, you had arrived and we were going to be hearing from you and you were alive. Um, and that you were just trying to get everything settled in. So we're looking forward to it. Do you have? I, I mean, I know you just got there, and uh, I'm sure you're very anxious to get back on the air. But do you have a, an idea yet of when you think it's going to happen?
1: Well, I uh, will be on with Chuck Achelli tonight on American Freedom Radio, and uh, I think tomorrow we should pop up. So, Sean, I don't have a direct schedule. You know, we have a pop up station. I plan on using that for all it's worth. And popping up when I can, the time change is obviously uh you know a major effect here for us, and broadcasting at three o'clock is you know way earlier here, so there's some logistical stuff to work out and and um you know we're still on our couch surfing tour uh technically so <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know it's interesting listen, one of the funnest things we did and and I don't know if people are interested in this, but you pick up a lot of baggage over the years. And what myself and my family did the last month was clean out all of the baggage and just sent everything to the Salvation Army or uh, somewhere, ended up with 50 square feet uh, of our entire belongings right now, which is just, uh, you know, memorables and clothes and stuff, you know. So it's uh, interesting. My entire book collection uh, went to just a huge chunk of things we've been toting around for years and 25 foot trucks across the country all went bye bye. So we are truly starting over here.
6: Well, you know, sometimes you just, you, uh, in the words of the Joker, the world needs an enema. You know, sometimes you just need to get that douching, even in your family. Just get it all cleaned out. My wife and I have discussed many a times we may live on a houseboat one day. And I'm the same way, Jack. I got books just stacked and, and old books and things that you know just things I've collected that I just don't want to let go of and there'll come a time where I'll go you know what it's got to go that's it I'm done you know what I mean
1: yeah well we kept the good stuff and that's all that matters you know we don't need much I'm not a materialistic person so you know for us it was a a way to kind of get fresh again and stop, you know, carrying around, we literally were carrying around boxes of computer paper all around the country, we hadn't looked in the box <laughs> for some reason, and that's all it was, you was, know? It I mean, was it the old style,
6: was the old style with the uh, sides that you had to tear off, you know, the pin the, the <laughs> <ten> feet?
1: <laughs> well, I had a lot of writing on those, uh, yeah, I remember those, uh, but no, just computer paper, all different kinds, and like we even use that anymore. Everything we do is electronic, and, and I'm thankful that uh, you know we're able to do that. But um, yeah, Sean, it's great having you still broadcasting and everything. I'm sorry I missed. I heard. A Ross Fest was really cool so I'm sorry to hear I missed that
6: oh uh, yeah you gotta you're gonna have to have some private conversations with Scott to hear some of the dirt because it, it was a blast dude we had a really good time uh, and you know I hope one day maybe we can make all this stuff work really good and we can make a lot of money and uh you can fly back down here for one you know one year because you no know, it's harder at least Atlanta I could have helped you get down here or something but now you're I mean you're like what 3,500 miles away now
1: yeah, but we'll be back in Atlanta, and maybe we can time it for the next Ross Fest. You never know, man. That, that would, would be, be awesome. Nice. That,
6: that would be real nice. You know, I'm on the cock, and now I guess you reversed back to the ass of the country. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm hanging on the wang, and you're up at the ass part. Or actually, I guess you have the brain maybe more. I don't know. You tell me.
17: Well,
1: I haven't been on the West Coast for a long time. I think they need uh, what we're what we're you know offering people. I think that we can bring a lot to it. Uh, my friend Danny Romero is out here as well from American Freedom Radio. They've set up their headquarters out here, and you know we have a lot of interesting contacts that go back 30 years, some of them, and and pretty influential people here. So I really think that we can take our message and get involved here in a way that we kind of weren't allowed to in Atlanta, Sean. That was uh, just not um, there was no real forum for any kind of activism there, unfortunately, other than the the usual kind of Black Lives Matter. There was a good G- a GMO. Protests going on for a while. We certainly nailed the Fed a couple of times, real good while I was there. But it, it fell way short of what I would want to do in well, the look- town I live in. You know, so I want to. I'm looking forward to getting active here and. And, you know, making uh, the necessary change to this town needs a lot of help or it's going to go, you know, the wrong way. So we want to do what we can here for Seattle now.
6: Let, let me ask you about that, Jack, because it seems, you know, you have the uh, the Free State Project in New Hampshire, which I, I've got my worries and my questions about, but they're, they're trying something there. Um, you're moving up in that region, and it seems like you've got a group coming um, to conglomerate around you possibly or at least you know people you know will be there that can help uh you you see the same type of thing happen in austin but why why is it just these small pockets that happen like that what why you know like down here or, or even atlanta like you said it was very hard to do there what what is the resistance in that region that that doesn't make it congruent to allow it to happen
1: yeah, I mean, it's demographics, Sean, is largely what it comes down to, and the Atlanta demographics, as you know, are a little bit different than what we talk about. So, And I have to say, it's my own humble opinion, that they're really being held back by special interest groups, and, and that's where the money is coming from, and that's where the publicity goes to. It's almost impossible to get any coverage for anything there, whereas in Austin, we were practically celebrities you know so part of its demographics and part of it is that we just don't hear everything there's certainly you know activism going on in little towns where the city councils are being taken over and sometimes we'll hear about that so i think that the resistance is far uh, more widespread and and um successful than we often hear about and that's usually because we have to Report the fear porn, and upon that, we don't have all the time to to get into what the good activism. But it's there, and I just encourage everybody to get involved and always make sure that you're making it harder for these people than than it is now. You know, just always make it a little harder. Don't
6: make it easy for them. So, how was the? uh, the, You you made it to Austin for nine eleven? Is that correct? (laughs)
1: It didn't. I just missed it. I was going to uh-huh. speak there at Brave New Books, and, and we had some safety issues, so we ended up being a day late. But, man, I got to see some pretty cool things in Austin, and my friend doing great there, and uh, one of them has a compound with, you know, chickens and guns and whatnot. Nice. I can't give you any more info than that, but it's <laughs> way outside the kind of yuppie uh, you know, crap you're going to see in South Austin or something, for instance. So my people are doing great there. Well,
17: chicken and and gong. The the,
1: the country is beautiful, Sean. Oh, my God. A few people have not driven through what would be, I guess, the Four Corners area of northern New Mexico through the... uh,
6: Oklahoma, Arizona. ...the uh,
1: mesas. We we hit that at uh, sunset one day, and then we had sunrise in uh in utah where uh, the mountains are there in a little town called moab which is just absolutely amazing so we uh we and then we did the whole columbia river coming down oregon which was just gorgeous and beautiful and you know you're seeing snow-capped uh, mountains and volcanoes in the background it's uh yeah, yeah it's really beautiful man. well that, that beautiful my country next we live
6: in. my next question to you jack was what Give me one outstanding moment of your entire trip from when you left Atlanta to you got to Washington. What was the the, the most impressive or the most in, uh, thing that stood out to you the most?
1: You know you're not going to like this answer. The beauty certainly was amazing and the fact that my kid got to, you know, drive on four wheels, to see the country, the fact that we made it here and didn't die, the fact that we didn't get pulled over. I uh, think we're all awesome. Although, it, in Austin, we did get pulled over just going to uh, a bar and back. That That's uh, one of the reasons I don't live there. But I'll tell you what. Uh, the first night we were driving, we punctured a tire in a truck or parking lot. The first night, I mean, we're only hours into this, and we had to camp out this tire shop for eight hours.
6: Tennessee area, it I would could guess.
1: Be, it, not a good area. And <laughs> it could be, you know, a little disturbing, and, and it's a big setback. But the whole time I'm thinking... There's a reason that this happened, and maybe we shouldn't have been on the highway. And I have to think that God's working out for us, man. So uh, it was a hairy uh, ordeal from the moving to the consolidation uh, to the trip and now getting back in on um, uh, radio and, and, you know, helping people with our whatever insights we can offer them. The whole thing's been a ton of work, and it's just been amazing the whole time. I, I feel uh, refreshed and renewed, and everything's possible, Sean.
6: Well, hey Jack, listen, you sound like you're probably ready to about, you know, go relax with somebody and chill out. Uh, I appreciate you giving me the time of calling. Uh, any last words or anything you want to get out that's really important or do you just want to let everybody, you know, you'll be alerting on Facebook and everything what's going on. Um, yeah, things like that. Well, we're
1: still, we're still continuing our Seattle or Die Money Bomb at jackpotmail.com. Um, write us even if you can't contribute and get on our, uh, it's kind of a private mailing list, and we'll zip you the information from the Pinky Blood presidential campaign of 2016 to uh, Information Factory, the new thing we're doing with Greg, and to the Jack Blood show. Everything that we're doing, if you want to stay in touch, that's probably the best way. Write me at jackblood at hotmail.com. Throw a little contribution in there if you can. We were asking 30 bucks from everybody that support us, and we did pretty good on it, but not, not quite enough. Uh, but uh, we'll keep in touch with everybody, and you, Sean, of course, will always let you know what's going on, and I just appreciate the great job you do, and I'm so happy to have you as the only other show on Radio Free Blood, hopefully not the only show for very long.
6: Uh, hopefully not, because I've been holding the fort down for you, brother. I got you. You know, I, you got it. You know, I'll make sure I do that for you. And and I'm here for anything I can do, anything you want, my friend. Uh, you let me know, and I'll do it for you. And, and listeners, we'll make sure we get you up to date as soon as we know what Jack's doing. Uh, brother, I appreciate you, you giving me some time tonight.
1: Well, viva freedom and stay bold, brother. We'll talk soon.
6: All right, man. Have a great evening. And there goes Jack after his travels. So now you guys all know he's alive and well. He's working some stuff. I'm looking forward to see what can can come out of all this, and and where we can go. Because you know I'm in for the long ride. My wife knows that. You know Scott Scott and I talked about some stuff, some 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 feasible ideas in the future that can make this grow into where it can be something we want it. All right, I got one more call. Let's see what The Fish wants. Uh The Fish is a, is another contributor from the Salty Show. If you don't know who he is, welcome to uh my show, Fish. I don't think you uh, once I think you called my show and welcome to uh, Real Free Blood.
17: Well, you know what once
11: I once I did, you know, just uh, just to uh, you know, voice some opinions, I was actually chatting with Dave earlier today on uh, uh, Facebook Messenger and I wanted to uh, one last part of the conversation that I wanted to throw out there for toes was uh, uh, I think the last conversation we had he was pissed off and it was saturation would be the answer to the question that we had at the time If you remember, we were talking about cop walking, you know, the, the, um, the cop shootings and a whole bunch of other crap that was going on. And, and, uh, uh, Dave said something like, uh, you know, this population control. Well, yeah, actually it is. it's, the, the saturation point that we actually get to with our bodies and the, the poisons
6: that we get to. So, anyway. So I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry I missed Razzfest, man. Yeah, I am you too. Know? It, it wasn't... You, you would have... Uh, based on last year's Fest, um I, I think you probably would have had a few questionable moments, but it wasn't... It, it was different. Than, I had... It was different.
11: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I had... I had questionable moments last year, and I was only there for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
6: There, there would have been more questionable moments this year. Let's put it that way. Well,
11: well you know, it's
6: probably good that I avoided it. <laughs> we had a great time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh,
11: oh, I'm sure you did. This place,
6: I, 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 I feel like such an idiot because I didn't bring up the name of the place we stayed at, and I want to make sure I promote them. Uh, this place was incredible. Uh, fish. It was. You walked in. It was a ten-bedroom house. We had a full fifteen-person uh, U-shaped bar, uh, a humongous eight-foot-deep pool. I mean, it was just. It was unbelievable. No, it, it it,
11: that sounds cool.
6: It was. It was really nice. So, what what inclined you to call me tonight?
11: Well, you know, I was listening to the show, and I was just, uh, you know, I know you're in kind of coast mode right now, coming out of Rastas, and I under, you know, I I appreciate that, but. Uh, You know, I I I long for
6: more. What what more are you? What more? (laughs) Well, I I'm trying to determine where you're going with more. I mean, well, you know, just
10: just everything in general.
11: (laughs) Well, I know Katie's uh, Katie's uh, you know shouting tomorrow, and I know Don's been talking about the 27th,
6: if I remember right. 23rd is the big number. 23rd is the big number I've been hearing.
11: Yeah, well, I think, I, honestly, you know, Katie's been you know, shouting it out on Twitter for, you know, the last last three weeks, and, and I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I also know that Don was talking about the, I think it was the 27th, the end of the seven-year cycle for the Jewish... Uh, Years or whatever, whatever cycle that they happen to have. I don't, so, what do I don't, you expect? What are you
6: expecting to happen tomorrow? Do you have a, a prediction, or in the next week or so? Let's maybe not tomorrow. But you know, you're saying the 27th. Also, is well, there something you're you know, pointed to? Actually,
11: actually, as far as tomorrow goes, and I don't know who all's listening, but I did announce it last year, and I won't announce it. And please don't post it on Facebook because it's very curious on who would actually. Say happy birthday.
6: To who? To me. You. To me. Oh, it was your yeah. birthday tomorrow? Well My happy birthday. birthday.
11: Well I got it. Last year. Last year, no, but I but I'm asking you, Sean, don't right. shout it out right. because then you'll know who actually listened to the listen to the show out you know tonight because that's what we did on uh Salty Talk last year was I made the employees listen because they had no idea when my birthday was.
6: So do you think the so, end of the world is around your birthday?
11: Yeah, no, that, that, that kind of <laughs> sucks. I think, it's, I, I think it's over the next 30 days. And I don't necessarily know it's the end of the world. I think things are going to change and it's dramatically.
6: And not, it's not like you haven't been screaming this for a while. It's not like you didn't move to North Dakota and find a place that had a bomb shelter in the basement, you know, downstairs, right. or, or a place right. to, to be able to survive because you believe this. So it's not like you're just saying this to... Get attention! You actually moved from where you lived to another place that you felt was more secure.
11: Right, and we had a we had a decent place in, in in Tennessee. We were up on a mountain. We were you know surrounded you know by the national forest, and we had food walking through the yard every day. But no, I when they, when they offered me this deal to come up here, and I know Salty had a really hard time with it. When they offered me this deal to come up here, I just knew. You know, in my heart, that it was the right thing to do for my for my family at the time. And yeah, I think I think for the next you know the next twelve months, because I've been I'm saying martial Law before the, you know there there won't be another election. And I don't know if you saw what I posted up the other day, but um, I think it was two days ago. They had an interview with uh, it was BBC had an interview. With the White House uh, employee, a senior White House staff member, right. that was killed on a bike. Did you see the very last line of that? No, I didn't
6: see that story. All right, a so White House staff was member killed, was killed on a on like a pedal bike uh, or a motorcycle. Yeah, a bike. pedal
11: bike. Okay. Yeah, he was he was on a pedal bike and. Uh, you know, it was hit by a car. Whatever, whatever happened. Whatever, you know, is whatever happened. Of course, you can always go to the conspiracy theory. But you go to like, N- and you
6: could go to like enemy of the state, where the guy's running with the evidence of the senator being killed. Right, and you got, yeah, you know, ran over by a fire truck. I mean, you could go anywhere. Well, you know, that
11: was the thing that caught my attention. Yes, hold on for a second. Yes, Greg,
6: Jack was on. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
11: oh, all right. But as, I, but as I was going through the article, I was reading it, and it was reported by the BBC, and, you know, uh, Obama offered condolences to the family, and then he said, the very last line of the BBC article was, you will always have family at the White House.
6: He's offering out the White House a lot, isn't he, anymore?
11: Well, yeah, and, and that was, I guess that was the thing that bothered me, because I said he wouldn't leave office. That well, said that he would enact martial law, and there would be no election. And then, through maybe a slip of the tongue,
6: well, he know, offers up the way I look at it. Here's here's what I think on that. It just just uh, I used to think that that was going to happen and there would be no election, but the problem is, and and fish, this is my belief in it. Um, I, the problem is, is they can't. They can't produce the terrorist attack they need to move forward the agenda to the next level with a Democrat in office. They need to have a Republican there because that's just what they need. That's the way it needs to be uh, because those are the ones they have to they have to keep that false left-right paradigm that the because they almost lost it with Obama. They they really almost lost that false left-right paradigm. This time around, because they let him do things that a Democrat should not have been doing, like droning American citizens uh, uh, and and you know the, uh, many of things he did. They, they, that's not something that they should have allowed him to do, because he's a Democrat, and and they have to in order to get the next war ramped up. And honestly, I get into it because I got into it a lot last week. Honestly, I think this whole thing with Russia moving into Syria uh, might quicken the pace and maybe maybe that other side of of the elite because there's, you know, mafias have two, three families, the elite have two, three, four families and, and sometimes maybe one family is, is not cooperating, which might be that Russian side of the family and he's trying to go, no, listen we're going to do it my way or we're going to do this another way and, and he's kind of pushing a little bit right now, you know what I mean? Oh, I do.
11: You know, we actually we've actually talked about it once or twice on Salty Talk, and you know, we haven't got into in-depth conversations about it like I like I'd like to because they have some you know first-hand knowledge from Ukraine. But uh, I, if we have any troops or you know uh, air support over Syria, then we are in fact in a de facto state of war with Russia.
6: Well, we already are because and you can't even say if we do cuz 30 US 30 US trained rebels just crossed over the border in Syria and then handed everything over to the Al Qaeda right. and ISIS troops. So but don't they didn't Accidentally, just go. Oh, here have this. That would they, they. They lost in Benghazi. And they got caught in Benghazi running weapons. So they figured let's let's train these guys to go fight uh, Assad. And when he crossed the, they crossed the border, they can just hand it over, and we got it covered that way. And they're they're trying to spin right. it now that oh look what happened here. And
11: it, well, I truly here's here's the, here's the flaw that I find in your Obama theory.
6: Okay. With
11: Democrat the Democrat Democrat in the White House. I believe what's going to happen with all the crap that's going on in the United States, somebody, you know, I I actually thought it was going to be Baltimore. Somebody's going to raise their hand and say, we need federal troops to take over for the fact that the cops are killing everybody.
6: Well... Although, although, listen, although, and I, I meant to give my killed by police report earlier, because that, that's something I'm trying to do now every week, uh, 867 to date, which, of course, about 20% of that maybe shouldn't have been killed. Uh, but I don't think that's something that's going to do that, fair uh, uh, Fish. I honestly think that, um, like I said, there's a possibility that the stock market is going to be the thing. I mean, we had a big 200-plus point drop today. Maybe that's the twenty third. We don't know what the twenty third means. Hell, there may not be a twenty fourth for all we know.
11: <laughs> you know? Well, I, I think I think Monday would be the telltale tell sign. But I do know that uh, you know, and I, you probably heard me talking on, about him on Salty Talk. I did have an NSA connection. Uh, was with with the company for seventeen years. Uh, right now, he's kind of in a quiet mode. He's not responding and which is very unusual because we had a very close relationship. But, uh, you know, he said October this
6: year. I remember last year you you made a prediction. You said late September, early October was was the prediction you gave.
11: Well, originally, originally, my first thoughts were before the next election, which would be September, October of 2016. Right next and year, and he came back and said, and he came back and said, no, it's not going to last that long. We had the budget coming up, and they only funded it for a reason to this point.
6: So, well, what's the reason to know, this point then? Sorry. I, uh,
11: well, I, think... I mean he he truly he truly believes that they couldn't
6: they couldn't hide any more money. Uh, uh... No, they don't have to hide money, though, dude. They just shuffle it and move it. You know, I I was sitting with uh, one of the managers, upper management for my company, leaving. I work for an apartment complex. so There's a lot of real estate shit going on. And he was telling me about how, um, you know, these owners will buy the company that does the AC and the company that does the carpets and the company that does this and that so that they own the whole umbrella. And that's how they work it. And that, that, that works all the way up to the top of the government. You yeah, we used to have a monopoly. Yeah, and, and it used to be we illegal. Broke
11: up, we broke up Ma Bell. Yeah, and now it's it's, it's common. It's actually commonplace.
6: Now it's government operations. And that's how the government works. It makes you wonder, dude. Uh, well, I need no, to they t- actually, Go ahead. I need to take a break, dude. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I definitely <laughs> ahead, need to. You're welcome. I'll catch you next time. You're what? No. If you want to hold off, or if you want to call back in like ten minutes or so, you're welcome to. I would love to talk with you more. I just I need to go to the bathroom.
11: <laughs> all right, go ahead. All
6: right, definitely. I'll leave you on hold then. Here, guys, you'll listen to the first fifty two RazRadioLive dot com, dot com. I hate to just do it that way, but I got to go to the bathroom, really bad. I'll be back in a minute.
14: We all live in different realities. There's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality. But as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry. We are now knowing within from all the Internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands and Africa and uh, Peru or wherever. We're all saying the same thing all over the globe the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity. Because listen to all these people that have come out here. Every single one of them. A loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. The television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a band. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be. And the synchronicities will start to unfold and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way. Go with it and, and do it to your fullest. You know, that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know, to your fullest when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed. It. And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oils fill, with the Volcanoes With the corruption With everything that's going down The police state You know, all of it It's hard to tell people To regain their faith in humanity To forgive the anger that you have For these people that have, have trespassed on you And to just start seeking the new existence But we have to That's what we have to do We're the voice now We're the voice now
1: actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda.
4: It's just, you know, a nicety. So,
6: uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you.
9: You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So
6: I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. <laughs> and this goes along... If
9: this is going to be another come com- trail...
6: <laughs> 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 I've, I've got lesbians and he's got cum trails.
4: Okay, why don't you just we're, move we're along?
6: Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think
12: is gonna, they're
0: going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of
6: fun. <laughs> I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com. I just
13: wanted to take the... Self because, self because. I think you get a bum rabbit. Criminal acts some even said you pull people over because they black Hard following training Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining You gotta be the closest thing I've seen The perfect and everybody that you locked up They had to deserve it, yeah Dear Mr. Police Man Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you the can if I could we'll you Dear Mr. Policeman, Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand.
6: jack.com you're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum
5: <laughs> so nice so nice so nice i got you
6: it reminds me of good morning vietnam with Rob williams sorry i had to do that I just got the urge. You know, it's, it's almost the end of the show. I kind of have a little fun at the end of the show every once in a while. Welcome back to the First 52, RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. It is September 22nd. We still have the fish. Fish, you still there? Yeah, I am. Still here. All right. Good, 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 good. Sorry. I was having a little fun with the music uh, rejoin there. What do you think? Oh, no. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> so nice. Usually, come out of that last break there, going to the end of the show, I, I try to... Have a little fun. Two times. Woo! Sorry. Right. Back to seriousness, because I know you you were, you were very you were trying to get very serious there, and you you were you had a lot of things you want to touch on. And and for those of you what? don't know, Fish is the the co-host, uh, semi co-host, uh, revolving co-host, uh, missing co-host of the Salty Talk Show, which is uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Uh, what is it? Four to six. There. Four to seven sometimes Four or seven. sort of nine yeah. sometimes sometimes he does all the things sometimes he's not yeah, here or we sometimes just, there. we, we don't keep
11: know. on going and you know we do a saturday show for five damn hours
6: yeah <laughs> i if you guys would have notified me a little sooner i would have called throughout the day i didn't know you were doing a show till like sunday morning when i finally came out of my stupor after a, a long night of drinking
11: <laughs> i have my five i have my five-year-old and my wife's at uh Still at school right
6: now. Yeah, that's all good. We got, I got one of those too. Well, mine's a little older, than five. Yeah. But I get it. <laughs> so, where where were we going there? Because we we got about twenty minutes or well, so, yeah, a little less than that. So, you you know. know, the
11: interesting the interesting thing is, that you actually said, and you know, for some of your listeners and some of our listeners, is well, I I don't know what button you push this button. Yeah, push that. Uh, button. <laughs> was the fact that was the fact that I actually said it last year that what we're into right now is the thing that we've been afraid of and I I think a lot of people actually didn't see that far down,
6: down the, the road. road right yeah well you know it's been like like I said I've been asked what's your prediction are you going to are you going to have a prediction tomorrow like what, what? and no I don't right. you know
11: it's I'm... not going to it's not going to happen tomorrow yeah, I think I... Monday I think that I think Monday stock market crash will be one of the worst ones we've ever seen and
6: I think we're going to have a big stock market crash soon. I agree with that. You know that I said tomorrow maybe, but I do agree there is one coming. Uh, And you know, one of the reasons I don't get into these big prediction things, just so maybe everybody can understand it, is because I've done it before, and I am like, oh, it's going to happen. We go, it's coming, and they want us to do that, and I, I won't. I won't feed that fire anymore. You know, yes, I have a bad feeling. I've had a bad feeling for. I don't know, two or three months now. That that right. it, it's just been an off feeling. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's no specific There's, thing, but it just doesn't feel right.
11: It's spiraling out of control.
6: Yeah, it is. I mean,
11: you know, and, and and I think the good thing that's going on because it is is so many people are starting to wake up and say, "Hey, you know, something's just not right."
6: Well, we can only hope. I don't know if you heard earlier, I read a story, 49% of the country, 49% of the people polled, uh, believe that the government is uh, is going to be causing detrimental harm. Not not the president, the government. And, and if 49% of the people believe that, then, then why, why are we still here? I, I, it, and that's just a poll. So let's say there's a 3%... Um, margin of error, which is the average poll, you know, error, 2 to 3 percent, that means that up to 52 percent of the country could feel that the government is the most immediate threat to their freedom and civil liberties. Well,
11: you know, I'll answer it because I do it a lot of times on on Salty Talk. I'll answer it actually with a, a line from the movie, from a movie. And if you think back of National Treasure, I don't know if you've seen it or. Not,
6: I love that movie.
11: But John, but John Voight actually said, "You know, uh, maintain the status quo yep. until the status quo changes." And that's where we're at. There's 52 percent, or 49 percent, or 46 percent of the country that's waiting for somebody to make the first move. Now, I talked about this Clyde Bucker thing, you know, that happened out in. What was it Nevada? Yeah, Nevada
6: yeah, the... Uh, yeah. Right.
11: And, you know, I talked about him on the show, and, uh, you know, it wasn't
6: the right
11: time. And Ferguson, you know, for the other side of the coin, wasn't the right time. Yeah, and no. Baltimore could the, well, have been. been, trying to the, been.
6: Ball, yeah, but they, they even tried with, uh, I mean, even going as far back as, as uh, Trevon. You know, they tried to, not, right. to to publicize that and get that into something. Uh, they've been well, trying are, for years. And we can even go back. Remember the? Do you remember the dude that flew the airplane in the IRS building? in, I think it was Texas. Yeah. Uh, they, they tried yeah, to uh, use that and uh, they couldn't uh, use that.
11: Single engine, twin engine plane, whatever it was, a little Cessna.
6: Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's we been so many off. different events that they've tried to use as a catalyst, as a as coal on the fire to get it moving forward. Um, I, I think. I personally think that the, one of the biggest things that they have right now going for them is that uh, 60% of the country is on some kind of form of pharmaceutical that's messing up their brain, and oh, and and the other, you know, 40% or, or let's say 30% or 25% are like us, and that, that remaining percentage is just like, I just want to live and not be bothered, <laughs> you know?
11: Well... We talked, you know, on the, on the on the show on Friday or I think it was Friday. and talked about the ten scariest drugs you've never heard of, and there's some shit out there that would just blow your freaking mind. I mean, absolutely you would, because you know the hallucinogens that they're that, that they're prescribing, the fact that you can. Be controlled. It's 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 almost like Harry Potter for God's sake.
6: How about how about the story I posted this week? And this was one of the ones I pulled up to talk about. So and you you led me right into it. Very good job without even having any prep sent to you. You led me right where I needed to go. So fish, I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New new analysis shows suicide links for teens on Paxil. Uh, Mischievous in old study claiming drug is safe. Do you remember that story that I've been passing around? Uh, Yeah, no, I absolutely. Do. Uh, and where basically they went in and said, no, they falsified these results. These, wait, I, I want to make a very big statement right here so I can get very obnoxious and very loud. But these peer-reviewed studies that everybody pushed and said you must listen to, that are proper, and, and every peer-reviewed study is just what you need to go by, and that's the only thing that matters, have been proven to be wrong. Well, here's here's what I think about peer review studies. They suck, and they're fucking paid for, and they're useless. That's what I feel. But go ahead. I'd like to hear your feelings, though.
7: It's Facebook.
11: <laughs> In reality, when you stop and think about all of the shit that you read on Facebook, you have to sort through it and figure out what could be true and probably is false. And when, of course, when you click the link and take it takes you to the New York Post. You automatically, you know, hit the back button. You know, it's like, I can't bother reading this.
6: It's like acid on your face. Yeah. Right.
11: Right. So, so, and then once you read the story, then you do a little fact checking and realize that, you know, what is real and what's not. And, and, bottom line is, so many people accept what it is that the scientific reviews. The peer studies or whatever it happens to be is true, then we don't even pay attention to it. Oh, it's true. Right. You know, it's got to be right on Facebook for God's sake. It has to be true. Right.
6: Well, as we read through this here, let, let's, it says, tell me about the old study, the original paper, paper published in the Journal of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry and known as study 329 purportedly showed that the drug is safe and effective in adolescents with depression. The study has been revealed to have been largely ghostwritten by a consultant on the drug maker's payroll and has been investigated by both the federal and state authorities. The Food and Drug Administration has required so-called black box warnings on the packages for the Paxil since 2004. After received reports of links to suicidal thinking, the company has also faced... Go ahead. But here is. Or were you talking to the kid?
11: Oh, well, no, no, I was actually going to say the problem is is it depends on how much this guy gave to whatever power that be their uh, uh, contra- campaign contribution, whether he's going to be charged or not.
6: Well, and that's a whole other story, but I, I think the point, I I think the biggest point I want to rationalize is we go back and, and this is all uh, originating... 15, 16, 17 years ago, right? Would you agree Mm -hmm. with about those numbers? Oh, yeah. Uh, All right, so this was right before Columbine, which was the really big ramp up of the increase in issues with uh, shootings in schools and and craziness of teenagers. Uh, Would you disagree or agree with that?
11: No, I agree with that, 100%. All right,
6: so me being 40 years old, you're... Uh, fifty-seven, five, fifty-five. One. All right, I I knew you were right in that realm. So you're a little older. My generation was just at the beginning of getting this, and I know I I talked about this either last week or the week before. My generation was just at the beginning of seeing those pharmaceuticals moving in. So yeah, I had some people in my generation that were kind of effed up, and some that weren't. You know, and I'm not saying I'm perfect but I'm not going to go take my gun and go shoot up anything uh, unless right. it's somebody shooting somebody else up. You know what I mean? I, I, and you, yeah, can I see, you can see the increase in the change of society and people as, as we've progressed and as those numbers of people and children being put on these drugs that now, this study from back when they first released it is now saying, oh, well, we actually found this as they reanalyzed it. So... Uh, what? Let me goes back to me, these other let shootings. You, let me ask
11: you one thing. While you're on this train of thought, right? When did the advertising start
6: for drugs on TV? Uh, with drugs on TV.
11: Uh, with what it is that you're saying right now, I believe that it was probably two
6: years before. Let me Google. I, I can Google. Uh, I, I would say if I'm going to guess off the top of my head, okay. Now, I don't know this answer. If anybody on the chat, I got the chat open, uh, the Jack Blood chat. Uh, I'll keep my eyes over there. If anybody knows, I'm gonna guess that it was about 2003. Is gonna be my guess. So I'm gonna I Google it's it a little bit sooner than that. Go, all right, let's see. Uh, when when were pharmaceutical ads? allowed on TV mid 90's oh did you already find the answer
11: no I, I'm on oh, you're, phone, that's your so guess I Okay. I, yeah I'm actually on my phone but right. I'm, I'm um, pretty sure it was the mid 90's
6: direct to consumer oh, that's a Wikipedia I don't want a Wikipedia I want something else here I'm trying to scan through it. Anybody know? Come on, come on. Uh, 1997. One of my listener, two of my listeners. One says 97. One says 85. So that's really big. I need, I need an article, guys. I need, I need something that I can read. <laughs> I'm looking here. It's hard to Google real fast. When we're at the end of the show. I, okay, let's go. 97 is what you think, isn't it, Fish?
11: Yeah, it's somewhere in that time no? frame.
6: Yeah. We got an article. I, I knew I could. Uh... <laughs> That's all right, Mark. We'll accept that excuse. We'll, we'll let it go this time. Uh, we got an article here. Let me see here. Drug ads on television. Thank you very much, by the way, outclassed. Most of us often wish for easy solutions to our problems if we see that our clothes are getting tight. What is wrong with wishing for a harmless pill that will always allow us to lose weight without changing our eating habits when we watch television, we see examples after example of people of happy people, people who have lost twenty forty or even a hundred pounds by taking this or that pill. However, most of us have learned that these pills don't really work that they are are on television for a reason. so this is diet pills we're talking about here. uh, That change, and it said here, for years, their lobbying efforts were unsuccessful. In fact, many of us remember when we could watch television with our children and not be asked to explain erectile dysfunction, herpes, and the explanation that the advertising drug does. The change happened in August of 1997. 1997. Good job, outclassed. I appreciate it. So I don't know. You know what time it is, guys? It's time for me to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah. So, fish. Any last words? Any any last thoughts on you on the I, conversation? I
11: got, I, got, I got nothing. I hope I can call into your show. I have to be off because uh, I had an infection today. Uh, a VP from uh, the P word came in with my franchise consultant and uh,
6: uh, I hate those guys. They finished. I,
11: when well, I, you know what? I, I I told my staff and I said, as soon as they're gone, I'm leaving. <laughs> I expected them for another two hours, and they decided to leave early. And I said, "See ya." And all of a sudden, I was I was chatting with Dave on Messenger, and I said, "Oh shit! It's the first fifty-two. I'm off. It's <laughs> Tuesday. I'm not driving. I'm, I'm going to call, call. <laughs> the show. I'm going to call." Well, I wanted to listen. And I was listening in, and I thought. Uh Sean's in a coast mug right now, so I'm gonna put you to the test. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and make it tough for you for a little bit.
6: No, I'm glad you did call in and, and uh let me tell you, uh you guys if if you like what we talk, my father in law is an interesting character. Fish likes to join him. He'll he'll take it down that road a lot of times. My father in law is uh believing the same way. Salty talk, four o'clock, uh over here on Raz, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know, I know it counteracts with Jack, so you do it you you, you know where you need to be. But you know, I I I love listening to you guys. I always get over there and and check it out. So I appreciate your time, my friend. And you're welcome to call my show anytime you got thoughts and ideas.
15: Hey,
11: if I'm driving or I'm at home, I'll give you a show.
6: Excellent, man. I appreciate <laughs> it.
11: All right, man. Talk to you next time.
6: All right, fish. You have a great evening.
11: You too, man. Bye.
6: So I want to thank everybody who has decided to join me and hang in there all night. You know, I, I come in here, and, and I'm glad I got all these phone calls tonight, and I, I really welcome the phone calls. You know, from, from this point forward, guys, right, uh, Jack Bloodside, my phone lines are always open. If I don't have a guest and and I see that light flashing, and it's not, you know, three minutes before I want to get off air, I'll be honest. Well, I might answer and, you know, give you a moment, but... um uh, I really do. I'll take calls anytime. It's a toll-free number, basically, I guess. I mean, if you have a cell phone, it's toll-free, right? I mean, is there any long distance anymore? Is there really long distance anymore? I don't think there is. It's hard to figure out, because I have a cell phone. I don't have a landline. Next week, we'll uh, figure out what we're going to talk about on Monday or Tuesday, because, you know, I don't try to... Um, figure out what I'm going to talk about early in the week because it doesn't make sense to. But it's never the same. I appreciate you guys listening to the first of to RadioFreeBlood.com I will be back with you next week.
4: Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon in a war against ourselves setting sun is loading guns don't be afraid of mistakes emotions misplaced to love or to hate i don't know what to do we're all lost and confused just trying to get through in this world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes but it takes a long time the dirt to see grace. What I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. What I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this red race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off. Destination space. I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Ali, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life Now's time to connect It's an SOS The data's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful The silent with the light shown from a past you Lost in the glow Of the earth
6: so much. Thanks. First 52's the
0: bump diggity. Hello everybody, this is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps.
1: Well, I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fans.
0: Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life.
13: is hot with no shade at all Reminiscent of the summers that came before Where the hustle's strong or you won't survive Graffiti tells the story of a million lives Through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive Where the ponds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your fight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck,
2: use another way to be polite This the city where my aunt's still alive Seems ten years behind but everyone knows it's fly This is the city where nothing goes to plan, And when they roll another plot to use in century sams This is the home of the true multicultural Women looking fly, men swarming like some vultures We are affected by a million From the east to the west, we down to take flight Hit the boardwalk, filled up at Queens Key. Heading to the island, coming back around at three Cherry beach, sunbathing, volleyball Every Saturday, this always seems to be the call Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home